welcome to our bonus episode of season four, episode one. If you haven't tuned into a bonus episode before, think of it like reaching in your pocket and finding a crushed $20 bill that you had no idea you had. It is that amazing feeling. And so we reached into our pocket. We pulled out a fantastic interview. Our own Jody Johnson interviewed a student and a transition specialist about the request for application summer work experience. Take a listen to Jody's interview. Hello, pod people. This is Jody with the Oregon Transition Podcast. Today's episode, we are highlighting transition-aged youth with successful employment through participating in an RFA, Request for Application, Grant for Paid Summer Work. Joining me today are Sebastian, a successfully employed youth, now young adult, and Beth, Youth Transition Specialist with Fredonia's School District. Thank you for being here today. Sebastian, pod people want to hear what your thoughts and feelings are regarding your experience and perspective on participating in the RFA? Well, my experience with the RFA has been so far pretty good. I've gotten into a job from it. It's led to many opportunities to open into more jobs and more knowledge to be put into actual work environments. How did you get involved in the RFA opportunities? Was there anyone specific that supported you through the process? Uh, I would have to say Ms. Kent's kind of supported me through the process, helped me get the papers that I need to actually get through it and helped me along that way I can actually get it done. Ms. Kent's pod people is the youth transition specialist in Vernonia School District. Were you able, Sebastian, to access Ms. Kent anytime you needed her through this process? Mostly, yeah. So this RFA opportunity allows for that support? Yep, I've had problems with it in the past. It works. What are your career goals? My career goal is to uh, basically keep on going in the uh, field that I want to be in and that I'm comfortable to be in and then expanding from there. Can the pod people hear what you're currently in? Sure, it's actually, uh, it's mostly forestry but I'm working at currently at the uh, watershed. Basically, we make sure trees get planted, grown, planted in places where they need to be, basically maintaining the forests and such. So the work you're doing now is a great preparation and in for what you wanna do later in the forestry service? Oh yeah. And you're getting paid for this yeah. to work at the watershed? Yes, I've <laughs> working pretty well. It's been, it's been good. Good amount of hours, slightly above minimum wage. It's been good. It's good work. How has your opportunity been affected by COVID? Did it decrease any hours you worked? Did you have to stop at all? Not really, no. Just mostly out in the forest work. Mostly everyone's usually doing their own thing. And with basically just out in the open work. No one's really close unless we really need to be. Like for setting up a fence that's been covered by silt. So you've benefited from this type of work through this process or through the pandemic that you've been able to stay employed. Yeah. What are your next steps? 
my next steps are basically continuing to this job until I eventually figure that I should find a better one. If forestry service is your career goal, as you mentioned, will you be trying maybe an apprenticeship or is there maybe community college involved or a trade school? I'm not quite sure on that because Job Corp is also a thing you should mention. It's a good thing. They have many different classes across many different fields. So a potential next step is accessing Job Corps. Yes. So if you don't mind, I'd like to ask Ms. Kintz a couple of questions about the RFA. Ms. Kintz, what is your history of participation in RFA opportunities? We, I believe this was our third or fourth year summer. We had to take off last year, obviously, but um, we've been doing it for several years. And it's kind of morphed the first year. We all kind of worked as a crew together. And then the next year we separated out a little bit more. And then this year we were able to have students placed in a lot more different opportunities throughout the community. And how has it affected your services to your students? It gives them a lot more work, hands-on work experience because I can, I, I might use Sebastian as my example. Before he got this opportunity, he was considering being a plumber. And we had looked into Job Corps and, and saw which campuses had that offered. But then after this work experience, now he's leaning more towards forestry or landscaping, that sort of thing. So he actually got some hands-on work to help make that decision rather than just by taking inventories and field trips where you can learn about things, but actually doing it day after day is a whole different opportunity. Sounds like a win-win for you and Sebastian. How has it supported your community partner relationships? It's been really good. Um, Like I said, we reached out more this year and Sebastian was hired after the RFA finished by the watershed. So they went ahead and and employed him. I've had one student that was working at the local coffee shop. She got to continue working. Another one who had been working for a summer meals program, just because she was such a good worker, she got referred to a, a restaurant in town and she got a job. And so the community, I think, is learning that if they need employees, then they know who to contact. Sebastian, what would you like to leave the pod people the listeners, what would you like to leave them with about your experience? Sometimes you might not think you can actually go through the process, but it takes, you have to apply yourself to what needs to be done sometimes. And sometimes your plans changes, just many, many changes to the plan that you had and it gets washed away. And so you have to rely on help a little bit to get back on your feet and spread to different jobs where they need you go there. You heard it there, pod people. If you want it, just go for it. If it doesn't work, try some more. Thank you for sharing your RFA journey with us. And I wish you continued success. And we look forward to hearing more about your successful journey in the future. What an incredible episode. Jody. you were spectacular. Thank you so much for doing that episode. Well, you say I was spectacular, but Sebastian... He took the show. I'm Wow. I'm still so impressed with what I had to learn about his journey and where it's taken him. So that was my privilege. And I would like to say, this is Lauren, 
I think he's so articulate. We were talking about what we wanted to talk about in this, and that word came out. I was saying eloquent, and Jody, you were saying articulate. And yes, he is very articulate. And what I love is that this RFA gave him an opportunity, gives all the students who do this an opportunity to actually get out in a field and try something and decide whether they like it or they don't like it. And that's a great opportunity. You could really hear the passion in his voice. He found what he likes. It was an opportunity for him to explore his preferences, his interests, his strengths, and he found it. Lon, like you were saying, he started out saying he wanted to be a plumber, and then he goes to working outdoors. I guess if you're working in forestry and landscaping, you're still doing things that are hands-on, but you're outside. And I think that may, that's a big difference than being in a building, being a plumber. Well, and Josh, that reminds me of our main episode where we had that student that discovered so exciting to work in an office and this is a better fit. Really, that RFA grants you that opportunity, as we're all saying, to explore. What a great thing to actually have that hands-on experience. And I liked in the main episode, I think there was the lady who was the teacher and specialist that worked with them. And she was talking about how a lot of these students may, and it might've been CJ, but they talk about how some of them get jobs that they maintain after the RFA. And what an, an extra opportunity that is if they find something they really like and it's not something they get locked into. Like they don't have to stay at a job, but boy, to have that option that, oh, I really like this. And didn't one of them say they were a little sad the, the last day because they really found they liked the daycare, whatever they were doing with kids. That's pretty cool. So Jody, what's next for Sebastian? Sebastian Next Steps, I believe, uh, was sharing Job Corps is an option, which is an interesting concept because he was introduced to plumbing through Job Corps, but when introduced to this opportunity through the RFA at the Forestry Service, the watershed, that he also learned with finding out what next steps were to progress in the Forestry Service, Job Corps was still an option. His transition specialist is still a resource, but Sebastian really sounded like he's got his checklist of what he's going to do next. And it was just exciting to hear that he knew and he could share with all of us what his next steps were. And what a great philosophy he had at the end, oh. you know, to, to keep trying, you know, that was great. And Sebastian to share that he wasn't alone. I just loved what he had to share. What a great opportunity it was to interview him. So what we're finding, I think, is all across the state, there are stories like Sebastian's and the stories like this, like what we heard about in the Children's Museum of these students having the opportunity for paid employment and that really opening up doors, opening up opportunities, expanding goals for students. And the students are walking out with a wonderful experience. And not just the students but the community partners that get involved in these RFAs, that get enlisted, that now you have community that's engaged in the potential next steps through these paid uh, opportunities for our students. How incredible is that? Yeah, and I liked what in the main episode for our season four, episode one, for those of you listening and you wonder what main episode are they referring back to? Yeah, the transition teacher or specialist said, 
that now the employers are beginning to realize that they are a resource to go to when they need someone. So they're providing now a service to the community and the Chamber of Commerce and all of the businesses to start. They engage with them now. They're, they're looking at them as a resource. I think that's terrific. And that just brings more opportunity for inclusion for our students. It's something that they're part of the community, which is huge. And isn't that what we all want to be contributing members to our community? Well, thank you for listening to our bonus episode. We appreciate it. And we'll be back for episode two, season four. You won't want to miss it. And what is it going to be about? All those myths that we hear about. What can you do? What can't you do? What's available? Oh, we're going to, we're going to bust the door open on some of those common myths.